You heard about Donna Jones and how God healed her of a brain injury after 13 and a half years. But what you didn't hear were the keys of faith she discovered that actually released the healing in her life. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening. This is the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett. This is a ministry of the Gospel Mission Network, and we are excited about what God is going to do in this episode today. We're always putting together interviews and testimonies and teachings to help build faith. And that's what's going to happen today. Your faith is going to be built up. You're also going to get some practical understanding of how to release supernatural power of healing in your life. And this podcast is always aimed at building faith for you to get your breakthrough. I want to make sure that you share it with somebody that you know needs help, that they may need it mentally, may need it emotionally, maybe they need it physically. And this is the podcast that will be able to help them build faith for healing. We're so excited that we're nearing 120,000 downloads in the podcast in 152 countries and just excited and thankful that the Lord is bringing his healing promises to many, many people. Well, again, Donna Jones is with us today. She is the founder of Healing Is For Everyone, and she is a author of a few books, uh, one from Night to Light, uh, another one, My Brain Injury Journey from Despair to Hope, and she's got other books in her arsenal. Uh, she's been a guest on our TV program, The Miraculous Life, and has also been featured in Andrew Womack's Healing Journeys. Uh, she shared how the Lord uh, completely healed her of a significant uh, brain injury. Uh, she was in intense pain. She uh, could not do daily tasks without great challenges. And today she is traveling. She is uh, graduated from the Caris Bible College. She is uh, a speaker. She is just doing great things for God. And I, I really love speaking with her. I think that she's a very clear teacher. And um, she has faith for healing. So today, uh, I'm going to make sure I have her pray for you. But before we do that, we want to hear about some of these keys uh, about uh, faith and how to release God's power. So, uh, Donna Jones, great to have you back on the program. And uh, we're excited to hear uh, this part two of the teaching. Thank you, Pastor Steve. Thank you for inviting me again. You know, I love when I get to uh, share God's truth and really reveal God's heart and his truth, especially as it relates to healing, because that is just, that's a, that's on my heart. I mean, I don't think you can go through what I went through and then not really want to teach others or tell others that God really wants you well. And that's the bottom line. God wants us well. Yeah, so good. You know, I know right now we're being recorded and we're, you know, doing this podcast, but Donna and I have so much passion for healing. We, we, we just, we just easily are on the phone for an hour, just going back and forth, celebrating the revelation and the, and the things that God's teaching. And so we're just going to kind of catch some of this on the podcast for you to listen to. And, uh, and so, so, so let's jump in. Donna, you know, the Lord healed you. You shared your, uh, your story and I want to make sure everybody needs to listen to that episode. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about what God taught you about faith, because a lot of people hear your story or hear my story, and sometimes they think, well, God did that for you. But 
But you, you just said something powerful. You said, God wants you well. Um, talk with us about what, what God has, has, uh, has revealed about faith. Yeah, I think one of the powerful things for me was that um, I activated my faith. You know, I didn't sit there. You know, so many times people go, you know, kind of almost want like a magic wand. You know, they go up to somebody who they think, you know, can pray for them and they just want this magic wand and they'll be healed. But, you know, for me, and I mean, that does happen. I mean, we see miracles every day. But for me, my journey was I activated all my faith. You know, I had to get the word of God inside of me. I had to believe uh, before I received. I mean, I literally believed God's word over my symptoms. You know, so as, you know, as in the previous podcast, I, you know, I spelled out the symptoms. I mean, I had symptoms that were screaming at me, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, um, you know, it's in your face, right? How do you like ignore that, right? You know, so many times, you know, people say, well, just ignore it, you know, just believe God's word. And it's hard when it's screaming at you. But I, I kept getting the word of God inside of me, you know, and I think I shared where, you know, probably my natural brain wasn't, you know, processing it, but my spirit was. And I was just getting that word of God pumped inside of me and something activated it. It just, I just believed that God's word was true and that God's word was more powerful than what I was experiencing. And when I believed and I, I, I received my healing and, you know, no one laid hands on me. Um, I, I love laying hands on people. I love praying for people, but it was the word of God that healed me, you know, and we can, we can speak the word of God and, you know, for Anyone listening right now, if you've received a bad report or you're struggling with pain or sickness, I believe just by listening to God's word, just by hearing God's word, that you can literally receive your healing now. It, as we're speaking, God's word can heal you. And that's what I think for me has been so powerful. And that's what I, you know, that's what I did. I just believed it. I received it and I was healed. And I love you know, one of the stories I love in the Bible is the woman with the issue of blood. You know, I always ask God to tell me her name because I always feel bad calling her the woman with the issue of blood because she really is no longer the woman with the issue of blood. I mean, she is completely healed, right? So I, I, was, I want a name. I was like, tell me her name because I hate, I hate referring to her that way. But her story parallels with mine, and I love her story because it's so powerful. Yeah, so you know, I, I think it's good. Why don't you you give the backdrop and and tell us about this woman? A lot of people may not know what her story is, and so maybe we should tell her story, and then and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll hear how how your story paralleled it. So you can find the woman with the issue of blood. You can find her story in Matthew, in Mark, and Luke, which I think is so amazing because each one kind of um, gives us a different. Um, or gives us a snippet of her journey, which I, I love. But Mark is Mark 5, um, I, I'll begin with Mark 5, 27, because I love uh, the account in Mark. That, and that I think that one was what really spoke to me. So Mark 5, 27 says that she heard about Jesus. So this woman heard about Jesus. And I wanted to know, what did she hear? What made her so fully persuaded that she said, all I have to do is touch the hem of his garment and she could be made whole. See, she believed that. I mean, she was so determined and she, she just, so there was something she heard. And I thought, what did she hear? What could she possibly have heard? 
I believe what she heard is what we find in what we call the Old Testament, right? Back in her day, it would have been scrolls, right? But, but, and the Jewish people passed down stories after stories after stories. So when I went on this search to find out what did she hear that made her this so fully persuaded, God started to bring to me scriptures from the Old Testament. And he showed me in Psalm 107 that the Israelites were being beaten, right? They were held captive. I mean, they were, they were starving. They were hungry. They were thirsty, right? And God, you know, so God showed me, well, they were really struggling. But, you know, when they left Egypt, they were fully healed. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. So I started to study Psalm 107. And one of the scriptures, Psalm 107, 20, that kind of like just became alive for me. It says, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from destructions. Well, destructions is plural. And God, God sent Jesus, his son, his, the word for to deliver us so that we don't have to live with this. And I believe this is what the woman heard. She heard these stories that, you know, every two million people left, left um, Egypt, right? And there was not one feeble. She heard those stories. I believe she also heard Malachi 4.2. And I love this scripture because it says, the son of righteousness shall arise with healing in his wings. The son of righteousness is Jesus. You know, someone had taught me that, you know, Jesus is throughout the whole Old Testament. And I thought, I never knew that. I always thought Jesus just existed in the New Testament, right? I mean, that's what we learn in, you know, in, uh, like when we're kids, you know, so, right? I mean, I never, never thought that Jesus was in the Old Testament. But here's an Old Testament scripture, and it says the son of righteousness, and that is Jesus. And it says he has healing in his wings. I believe she also heard that other people were touching the hem of Jesus's garment. And you can find that in Mark 14, 35. And it says that, that, that people were being brought to Jesus and that they were touching his, the hem of his garment and they were made perfectly well. So when, when God started to show me all these scriptures, I thought, this is what this woman knew because it said she heard about Jesus. I think she also heard that Jesus was coming to her region, the Galilean region. He was coming to Capernaum where she Capernaum where she lived. And she probably heard all these people were being healed. So my first point that God showed me is faith hears. Because it says she heard there was healing in their wings. She had heard about Jesus and she heard that uh, that people were being, you know, healed. So I thought that is amazing because you know this woman because she was bleeding and back in that day, that was considered to be unclean. And if she went out into public and she even came near anybody, that was against the law. She could have died. She could have been stoned to death for what she was about to do. Not only going out in public, but actually going to touch Jesus, to touch anybody. And so she really risked her life um, based on what she heard about Jesus. And I think that is so powerful. Because she knew if she touched the hem of his garment, she was going to be made whole. See, our faith, I believe, moves us to boldness and courage. And it moves us to do things that we didn't never think possible. I mean, I never thought possible that I'd be standing up in front of people talking. I mean, I was shy, backward girl. I love to be seen and not heard. 
So, but our faith moves us. My faith moved me because I thought, I don't want anyone else living with what I lived with. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't, I can't stand if I hear somebody that's in pain or someone struggling or living with a sickness or a bad report. My foot, my faith has moved me to boldness and courage, just like this woman did. See, I believe this woman went to Jesus with total confidence that she, what she heard about him was going to be true. You know, uh, Donna, yeah, you know, one of the things I think that's so powerful about this is that what she heard created that assurance. And, and you're just touching on this point. What do we hear about Jesus today? Are we hearing the same thing? Do we hear that, that there's healing in his wings? Do we hear that his resurrection has created that victory? I, I think this is the problem, that we're, we're listening to too many people who are creating doubt in our mind, and, and healing is not flowing. What, what you're saying is we need to hear uh, exclusively the report of God from the Word of God. And that's what's going to create faith. No mixture with, with human thought. No mixture with, with doubt-mixed thinking. Uh, just a clear report. So I just want to encourage everybody about that because uh, sometimes we're listening to things we should not be listening to. Uh, and we've got we've to uh, put a new uh, diet uh, of, of hearing, <laughs> you know, uh, hearing good things uh, so that we're only listening uh, to the Lord. And this is why I want everybody uh, to even just somehow write down or, or take special note of Psalm 107, verse 20. Because if God sent his word and healed us, we need to receive uh, here what he, what he sent. Uh, if, if we didn't hear it, then we don't get the healing. So yeah, very powerful point, Donna. Let me, let me let you continue there. No, no, that's great because you know what? I went, you know, when I was on this journey for 13 and a half years, I just, I, I couldn't believe this was going to be my life sitting on a couch. And unfortunately I went to, I think I mentioned, I went to doctor after doctor, but you know what? I went to church after church. I went to different churches and I was like, like, can someone help me? Can someone help me? And no one could tell me the truth. They go, well, God could, let's just pray but you know what? Their prayers weren't powerful. Their prayers weren't, they, they didn't, they weren't based on the power and authority that God gave us. And that's where I, I think I get kind of intense. I'm, you know, usually pretty quiet, but man, I get intense when it comes to healing because I'm like, oh my gosh, I know what I went through. And, you know, and, and I think this woman went through the same thing. It says she went to doctor after doctor. She lost all of her money. She, she was literally in the same hopeless situation I was in, but she heard about Jesus and I, you know, it took me a while to hear about him, but it is powerful. And, you know, it's, it's not to say, you know, that all the churches are not teaching healing or, but there's so many, so many people that are being taught that, well, maybe God could heal, but what is God's word said? And that I think, Pastor Steve, that's what we're trying to share here. What does, let's go into what God is saying. I want to believe what God is saying over anybody else. And, and that's what I think is great from her story is that, you know, she, she touched Jesus. Jesus didn't lay hands on her. 
she touched Jesus from the back. Like Jesus didn't even know she was back there. I mean, he probably knew supernaturally, but in the physical realm, she came from behind him and touched the hem of his garment. So I don't know any other story and Pastor Steve, you might know, but there's no other account that I found where that person who got healed touched Jesus. It's usually Jesus prayed for them. Jesus laid hands on them. Jesus spit on them. You know, Jesus did a whole bunch of different things, but it was her faith that pulled on the anointing. She was the one that touched with her faith and her faith released the anointing that was in Jesus. And that's how she got healed because Jesus even said, woman, it's your faith. Daughter, it's your faith. And that's what I think is, is, is so powerful is because we need to get activate our faith and make and put a demand on the Lord instead of waiting for him to do something to us. You know, so many people sit and wait. I mean, I meet them all the time. They just kind of sit there and go, oh no, God's going to heal me. And it's, it's passive. Let's talk about something um, in, in verse 28, in Mark chapter five, verse 28, she, she did something that, that wasn't passive to talk with us about that. That was actually my second point. It was perfect timing. My second, my, the second thing that God showed me is it says faith speaks because Mark, Mark five twenty eight says, for she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. It was her speaking that out. I mean, think about how, what we say every day, right? You know, I was just talking with my mom and I said, you know, we were talking about something and, you know, I had a friend growing up and all she said was, I'm tired. I'm so tired. I'm tired. I'm tired. And you know what? She was tired all the time. She yawned and tired. Think about the words we say that we think are innocent, but we're not. I mean, I, you know, I was trained to say, I am a brain injury survivor. And I thought that was, I was, that was a positive statement. But what was it doing? It was literally continuing to identify myself as a someone with a brain injury. Say it all the time. I am sick. I don't feel good. Um, I am a breast cancer survivor. I am that. And we think it's a powerful statement, but who did God say he was? I am. So we're literally speaking forth, like every single time I said, I am a brain injury survivor, it kept me in bondage. It kept me linked to that. And, and that's, but what did she say? She spoke out her healing. She, even before she touched Jesus, she said, I, I'm, I'm going to touch his clothes. And when I touch his clothes, I'm going to be made whole. And that word whole is sozo. That's a powerful word. It means to heal it means to save, to rescue from danger. It means to save one from suffering from a disease, to make well, to restore to health. I mean, she was fully restored to health. And, you know, as I've studied this even further, I believe she was even restored financially because it said she was broke. She spent all her money in those 12 years to get well. So I believe God fully restored her because it that word links back to that Psalm 107. And in that Psalm 107 and also in Psalm 105, when the Israelites, Israelites, Israelites left Egypt, it said they left rich. They left with all riches. So I believe this woman was so confident that she was going to be healed, but she was going to be whole as well. And that's what we should expect. 
You know, I see people, you know, with, with they'll, they'll say, oh, well, I'm, I'm better, but they're not whole. You know, I'm going to stand here and tell you, I'm not only healed, I'm whole. Because God has fully restored all those years where there's nothing I can't do. I mean, I'm out in Colorado and I can climb mountains where I couldn't even walk. You know, I couldn't even walk. I mean, it was a struggle for me to get to a bathroom. And now I'm climbing up, you know, Pikes Peak is 14,000 feet. I haven't done that yet, but, <laughs> but, you know, I think we're fully restored. I think when, when we say faith speaks, I believe healing is voice activated because it's what we're saying. What are we saying? What are we thinking? You know, oh, well, they're going to pray for me, but oh, I don't know if it really is going to work. I'm going to kind of wait and see. No, you have to believe before you receive. And it's not that someone's holding it back, but you just have to be fully persuaded, just like I believe this woman with the issue of blood. See, I believe we need to have God's word squash any negative report that we've received or any negative thought or any negative, some, any word that has been spoken over us. See, for me, I was told I'd never function again. I was told that, I mean, basically, I would never live in mainstream society. That my destiny, I was, a, I, had, I was at a young age too. My destiny was sitting on a couch staring out a window. And you know what? I spoke forth that too, because, you know, we're, we're trained to believe the doctor's report, right? We're trained to believe all that stuff. And I was like, oh no, I have this disability. Oh no, I can't do that. Oh no. You know, no became the word because I was taught that, right? See, I... I had belief, I had faith to believe, but I had so much doubt and unbelief. And that's what was spoken over me. And that's what I continue to, to believe. You know, wh- wh- something that really is interesting about what you're saying is that when we go to the doctor, very frequently we're just listening to their word. And I've been with people before who have not seen, uh, they've only heard the doctor say, and so which report are we going to believe is, is, is the question, which report will we receive? And I think it's beautiful that even when bad news comes from a doctor, good news comes from God. And he says, yeah, there's healing in his wings. And, um, okay, let me let you keep going because We've, we've got this. I like this, this phrase that you said, though. Healing is voice activated. That's a powerful, powerful statement. So when this woman said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well or sozo. She was somehow activating it before she even experienced it. And I did the same thing. I remember because I had this handicap sticker and I only used it at work because that's where I was told I had to park. And I said, I will never use it anywhere else. Not that I couldn't, I legally, I could, but I was like, no, that kept me to me. It kept me in bondage. And I remember one time we were going somewhere and my friends are like, Oh, let's just use your handicap sticker. And I was like, no, I am not handicapped. I am not disabled. And I had to fight up. I had to fight friends and family you know, because I was like, no, I'm not standing on this label. And, you know, and I hope people hear our hearts. It, we're not saying if you do it, that there's anything wrong with it. Right. I'm saying this for me, 
right? I mean, that was me. I mean, I know that people, you know, um, have limitations at some time and, and you know what, I'm, I'll be there to help someone with whatever they need. But, you know, for me, this was important. I could not, I couldn't take that label on because I did not, I did not want that because I was going to fight for this, for my healing, you know, and, and I think, you know, this woman did, I mean, she was so determined, you know, that she, she was going out there. I mean, I can only imagine her excitement when she heard Jesus was coming. Right. And you know what, while that was her day, you know what, we can have that same excitement. We can touch the hem of Jesus's garment. We can touch those wings. And I think I'll, I'll try to get into that. Um, you know, to, to say, how, how did we do that? See, because this woman had no doubt and unbelief where I did. Right. Um, but she knew that all she had to do was touch the, that hem and she would be made whole. Um, so I believe that she was, as I mentioned, she was fully rest- restored because think about it. When, when they said there was throngs of people around Jesus, I mean, think of Jesus in the middle of all this, all these people and they're shoulder to shoulder and they're, you know, hustling, bustling as they walk, right? Other people were touching Jesus, right? They were shoulder to shoulder with him. They were touching him. I'm sure they were reaching out, you know, to touch him or whatever, but it doesn't tell us anyone, anybody else got healed. It was only this woman because she was touching him with her faith. It was her faith that touched Jesus. Right. And I think that's so amazing. And, you know, when I think about it, right, because I can picture I'm very visual. So I can picture Jesus in the center of all these people. And here she's trying to touch his hem. And it says that she came up from behind him when you read it in the other other accounts. How did she do that? She had to be crawling on her hands and knees. I mean, that's the only scenario I can picture, because if she's standing right next to him, how would she bend over to touch the hem of his garment? I believe this mob of people around Jesus, because if you study it out, there are throngs of people. And if you study out what that is, so they're all moving. She literally, I believe, is crawling on her hands and knees to touch that hand. She was determined she was going to do that. And there was healing. So you might be sitting there thinking, gee, how do I, you know, how do I do that? You know, how do I touch his hand? Well, you touch it by the words we speak, um, by the thoughts right? Our words are so powerful as we've been talking about it, right? Proverbs 18, 21 says death and life are in the power of the tongue. What we say, and then I love Mark 11, 23. I'm sure everybody has heard that before, but it talks about we cannot doubt in our heart. Like we we can't be going, oh yeah, I believe in healing, but I don't know if it's going to work for me. I mean, that's doubting and unbelieving. And un- unfortunately for me, Doubt and unbelief was more powerful than the word. You know, see, my I believed the doctor's reports. I mean, I have tons of x-rays. I had MRIs. I had CAT scans. But I had symptoms that I described, I think, in, in the first podcast. I mean, man, these, these symptoms and pain were screaming at me 24-7. See, I had not, I didn't know about her. But see, this woman, I believe, demonstrated what she heard and she believed and i believe it changed her thoughts from what the doctors told her that this was impo- you know this was can't, she couldn't be cured but also what society said cuz society called her unclean but it says she said she spoke out and then she reached out to take her healing and that would be my third point is she received 
When she touched him, she received. Mark 5.29 says immediately. The minute she touched him, immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. So she felt it. But it also, if you go on in, in uh, the, the further in this chapter, you'll see that Jesus knew instantly. So his back was to her, but he knew instantly that power had been released from him. She, he felt the power that someone with faith touched and pulled it out. See, she didn't even have to wait. She didn't have to even question it. See, she not only, you know, she, I believe she was not only healed of her disease, but I think she was fully restored completely restored. And I just want everybody to understand that Jesus came to set us free from sickness and from anything that is trying to destroy our lives. And that's what we found in Psalm 107. And just to kind of wrap up her story and how it parallels with mine is Mark 534 says, um, and he said to her daughter, your faith has made you well, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. See, her faith pulled on that anointing and made her whole. And as I mentioned, for 13 and a half years, every day, I woke up believing God was going to say that. But my, my doubt and unbelief kept me in bondage. That kept me literally still because that became more powerful than God's word. So I just want to say to you, if you have any doubt or any unbelief that God wants you well, I want you to change your thinking. I want you to change the thought and I want you to believe God's word over anything else that you're feeling. You know, um, you know, it, it's so interesting how we really do believe like what we see. But I think people don't realize that we're spiritual beings. You know, we're a spirit, a soul and a body. And that spirit as born again believers, if you've given your life to the Lord and you've accepted the Lord Jesus as your savior, you are born again. If you're born again, that means one third of you is completely healed and whole because from a spiritual standpoint, we're just as Jesus is. I think it's first uh, John four, seven. It says, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. I used to say that all the time. Jesus does not have a brain injury and neither do I. So we can say that. And, you know, people always ask me all the time, well, how can you say if, if I'm still with this symptom or I'm sitting in a wheelchair or whatever, whatever diagnosis you've been given, you're like, well, how can I say that when I'm, you know, I literally can't walk or something. Well, we can say it because um, as Jesus is, so are we. So uh, the spirit side of us is 100% healed. It's just our mind, our thoughts and, and our physical body that has to line up. And that's getting into the word. That's meditating. You know, that's believing. That's touching the hem of his garment. I mean, that's how, that's how I look at it. That's how, it. that's how I learned the truth. How did I do that? I did it by reading the word of God, by meditating on the word of God, and by speaking forth the word of God. It's taking, it's going in and diving in and looking for scriptures on healing. You know, for me, just from a brain injury perspective, it was a little challenging to have like more than one scripture, but I didn't need any, I didn't need multiple scriptures. I only needed one. I needed Isaiah 53, uh, 53, five says by his stripes, you were healed. And when someone gave me a picture that Jesus went to the cross 2000 years ago and that the stripes on his back were taken for the brain injury, I believed that over what I was dealing with. And all I kept saying was by his stripes, I'm healed. 
this this is so powerful. I've, I've got to just share with you. That's the exact text. That was the keystone text for when I was healed. And that has been a keystone text in my life for the entire healing ministry. Donna, I, I want to ask you if you can begin to just pray for the, the listening, uh, the listeners right now. Um, and uh, if you have any, anything else to share, to just go ahead and share it. But I, I want you to uh, begin to pray for the, the people. So if you have any, any last comments, uh, you know, p- please uh, share it and then just go in and let's, let's do it. Let's declare it. And I, and I want everybody to hear this. I was in the Dominican Republic praying uh, for the sick. We were teaching about healing. Donna, we were teaching this exact text. And uh, we did not have uh, the time to lay hands on everybody. There was a significant crowd. And we, we taught the same thing. You could touch Jesus. You can touch Jesus. And people were healed. Uh, one of the elders of the church came to me after the service, and he said, Pastor Steve, there was a woman tonight in the audience who had a flow of blood. And tonight she touched Jesus and the flow immediately stopped in her. And that's why I, I'm, I'm sharing with everybody that what Donna just shared and taught is as relevant today as it was then. It caused Donna to be healed and, and yeah, go ahead and share anything else that's on your heart. And then we're going to literally experience healing right now. I, Donna, I want you to usher us in. So, so we're touching Jesus right now. Amen. Yes. So it's basically, and, and that's why I love the story because I, no one laid hands on me and it's not to say that's not a bad thing, but you know, sometimes it's not practical everywhere. So it's, she heard. So you've heard the truth right now. She spoke out what she believed. There's power in the words. You speak out your healing and just receive it. And you'll touch it by reading his word, meditating and speaking his word. And without a shadow of a doubt, do not doubt or have any unbelief as we pray. So Father God, I just thank you for this time. I thank you for for everyone who is listening either now or in the future. And Father God, we just speak healing to flow from the tips of their heads to the tips of their toes to the tips of their fingertips. Father God, your word and the power of your healing is is available now. We do not have to wait. Faith is now. Healing is now. So Father God, we just, if anybody has pain in your body, you can put your hand on that pain. But Father God, right now you see everyone's heart. You see everyone who is struggling with either sickness, pain, uh, either a disability or even a bad diagnosis. And Father God, we right now command pain. In Jesus' name, pain, leave their bodies right now. Pain, go right now in the name of Jesus. You should be feeling that pain just go right now, being released from your body. Pain has no authority to be in your body. It has no authority, has no legal right, and it has to leave. Pain is a weak spirit and it has to leave. So Father God, in Jesus name, we command pain to go. Father God, we speak to any tumors and we command those tumors to dry up, to shrink up and to fall off 
fall out of their bodies, to dissolve into nothingness. Cancer has no authority. We speak to cancer. We speak to bad diagnosis. We speak to MS and we command it to go. And Father God, we just command legs to start moving right now in the name of Jesus. We command the legs and the muscles to be fully restored like those in the Old Testament days. There, it's a, 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 it's, um, we believe it for Old Testament days. We believe it for New Testament days. And we are living in the time of miracles. And Father God, we just thank you for every healing. Even if we did not speak out a healing, Father God, you know what each person is dealing with. And as they speak forth their healing, as they speak to whatever diagnosis they had, their healing will manifest right now in the name of Jesus. And we thank you for the amazing miracles. And we thank you for your healing power in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen. Hallelujah. I want you right now to do what you could not do. Stretch forth your hand. Begin to get up out of that chair. Do what you could not do. Hallelujah, God, we thank you, Father, for the miracles that you've just done in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody, you can send your testimony. Please let us know what God did today for you. And uh, you can send your testimony to contact at gospelmissionnetwork.org. That's contact at gospelmissionnetwork.org. I'd like to send you a free gift uh, today. Uh, Just send a text uh, to 94000 and put the word healing in the text. Just send healing to 94000 and you will receive a free gift from us all about your identity in Jesus Christ. Uh, Donna, I believe we're going to have you back because I can tell you're overflowing and you're full. And uh, it's so powerful, very clear, powerful teaching. Uh, We want to thank you for being on the Behold podcast again. And, uh, you know, the name of the Behold podcast comes right from, uh, well, it comes from a few different verses, but it's right in verse 34 of chapter 5. Jesus said, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. And I want to speak that word over everybody as we close. Jesus said in his word, go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Uh, Hallelujah. God bless you. Donna, thank you again. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Behold podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone. And you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of the Gospel Mission Network, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, 
and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer.